0: Hello everyone.
1: Welcome to Three Way Podcast, episode number 5. Just to mention, uh, you could catch us on uh, Anchor, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Breaker, Castbox, Overcast, Pocket Casts, Radio Public and Stitcher. All right, so we have a very special guest today. Uh,
2: let's welcome Arman Fatulogan.
0: Hi, hi. Hello everybody. Hi.
1: Hey, Arman, what's How's up? How's it going? All right.
2: So me and Armin go way back, actually, since uh, the Valley days. And uh, we happened to be one of the few Armenians uh, in the film program.
0: I think I was the the storeroom assistant when we were doing the editing class. Okay. I think that's when we met.
2: I remember there was this club uh, right before... Uh, wow, what was the club called?
0: What uh, Was it M.A.S.C. we met? Meteor- oh, yeah, Arts Meteor- Student, student, student committee. committee. That's what it was. So basically, Armin, uh, let's uh, talk about what you do. Uh, Couple of things. I am, a uh, I am training to be a time traveling assassin. That's that's happening. That's, that's incredible. Nice. How, no. how do you how do you sign up Where for that? Where is that school? <laughs> you watch the Umbrella Academy on Netflix. Which is what I'm working on. Okay. Uh, I'm the post. Uh, I currently work freelance post production. Okay. Uh, and I'm the post supervisor on the net, on the upcoming Netflix series, The Umbrella Academy. Perfect. Which comes out in in, uh, in on February fifteenth. Nice. 2019. So everyone tune in. We're so right after like
1: Valentine's out. Day. Hmm. Interesting day. Oh you actually had that day on lock. I'm single <laughs> so, but I know you're that single. day. Yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so Armin, um what how did you start off uh, which, which route did you take to end up where you, what are doing right now as far as your career choice
0: or career what you're doing as a uh, Well, it's a long story. Like after high school I did some background work just to make some cash and just to go on set. And then I started interning. I interned for like two management companies and then uh. uh and then from Blumhouse and then I uh, I was a I was a I was an intern on the FX show Legit which was I was basically an unpaid PA like they should have paid me for my work but whatever <laughs> <laughs> too late now uh and then after um and after Legit um I became the I worked in reality for a bit and then I became uh uh the assistant to the producing director on Agent X who was also the showrunner from Legit so that internship got me that job which then got me into post production as a post PA on uh, on Agent Expert a pilot, and uh, then I became the assistant when I went the series. And then uh, I, as a post coordinator, I did two pilots for Turner. The uh, I just did something for NBC International, and now I'm doing something for Universal and Netflix.
2: How did you? Well, you started in that route, but ultimately, what do you want to be? What do you want to do?
0: I honestly want to produce, um, but kind of independently. I don't want to. I don't want to necessarily work for a production company. I used to want to, but I, at, at the same time, I'm like, you know what? I would rather, if I can, make my own thing work while I have a chance, than Create your own art. Y- uh, yeah, then hold on Find to someone else's... Projects.
2: And you have directed, uh, of course, short films uh, and etc. Like I, Bus Station Bathroom.
0: I just did one, yeah. It was in 2011 called Bus Station Bathroom.
1: I think that's when I actually met Armin, too. It was was when, it? When you guys, I think... Uh, was it at Paramount when you guys... Fil- was it, it, was a, it was that a, one, right? It, no, it was. No, a, we no, filmed no, it in... Uh, no, no, no. Like, no, when, when you went... It was like a viewing or... Uh,
0: Oh, the oh festival. oh the that was a festival. Newcomers, LA. LA new uh, film, new film, new,
2: new filmmakers.
0: Something. New filmmakers, LA. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I, I submitted Bus Station to a, a film festival. It was, it was cool. At, it was on the Paramount it, it was at a no, no. It was Sunset Gower. Yeah, yeah it, was it was at Gower, Gower Studios. Ah. Now they do it in like downtown at the AT and T building or something. Huh. Ah. A little
2: mainstream. <laughs> <laughs> So that's that's pretty cool. So what what do you have to say basically for newcomers, new students starting up? Do you have a choice of like what career you're going to end up in Hollywood? Or does it just – it it basically takes place. What door opens for you or how, how does it work?
0: Uh, the one thing I can say is you're just going to have to go and work. You're going to have to probably work for free for a while. I, I, I would recommend interning, especially during your last semester or two of college. You're probably going to have to work for free for a while. Or if you do get paid, it's going to be a shitty job. Like I worked on Hell's Kitchen my first – Second day there, I was chopping ten pounds of shrimp for the wontons <laughs> that they had to use on the show, and then Gordon Ramsay, at like three hours into it, comes stands next to me, and shows everyone how to how to do the wontons. Wow, um, okay. Was I've, he at least nice or? Oh yeah, he was super nice. Yeah, well, Every,
2: that that's a show. It's, it's it, not, it, he's not that person in real life. It, everything
0: on screen so. is kind of an sure. overreaction. Yeah, yeah. Um, what else? Yeah, anyway, no, you're going to have to do a shitty job for a while, but just stick to it, don't complain, and just... Pay your dues. Yeah, and just be ready just to do something and figure something out.
2: You, yeah, you definitely, because, like, I had the same experience where, whatever experience I have, uh, I ultimately want to be a writer and director, but you start off as a PA and you work your way up. It's not like you could be just getting writer jobs right off the bat. You have to be established. You have to work your way if you're working well, studios. It, it's
0: the same thing if you want to be a, like get into a writer's room. Like uh, like for TV, you can get in as a writer's PA pretty easily. But a writer's PA is going to be you know ordering lunch and, and, um, and taking care of crafty and filing and copying and doing all sorts of like, random little tasks yeah. around the office. But every once in a while, you might get thrown on a nice project along the way. Or, or you're a writer's PA for one season, and then season two, they need to do writer's assistant, yeah, which we'll helps more with you know, writing things or a script coordinator sure. or something, and then you get bumped up. And, and you could be on something so long where they're like... Hey, let's give you a shot. Or if you write a spec script, or you can get offered a script.
2: So, so like uh, as a writer, uh, and I believe you said you did it. Have you ever been a reader?
0: uh I mean, just as an intern. Okay, yeah.
2: Is, does that p- position really exist today, or is it like s- something a uh, executive's assistant does?
0: It does, but there's not a whole lot of them. Okay. Um, I mean, the real like professional readers are. I don't see a lot of job postings to see them, but not a whole lot. Like most of most readers are just interns.
2: Okay. So, uh, or the
0: assistants or, or just whoever works at these companies so what are your
2: tasks as uh, you said you're a super, post-production supervisor yeah currently.
0: okay well I take care of all the day-to-day stuff so whenever um, a client needs something like a picture house encore if they need a turnover or something and, and turnover is when we is when we get the offline materials ready to go to online okay um, and, that, and that also applies to sound and offline is basically let's say you shoot something at 4k but you don't need to edit in 4k so the real original raw footage is stored somewhere else at a okay. picture facility, and um, and you're working with like a lower quality, not necessarily lower quality it, it is a lower quality, but a lower, a smaller size file. J- and you put it together in offline, and then you're like, this is what we want. And then okay. online goes in there and makes it the ex- exact same way. And basically,
2: after uh, you're done uh, with the whole project, you could just put it online. And uh, is that a process where it gets converted or? Uh, whatever? Oh yeah, yeah. Uh,
0: l- like they take the actual raw footage, they you know they cut it together how you want it with the fades and effects and all the other stuff, and then uh, um, and then you output it into whatever specific format you want it in.
1: How was it working on uh, Legit? Was it
0: was it fun or? Oh, Legit was cool. On the first season, I was the uh like a production PA and then and then a camera PA for the rest of the season. No, that one was really cool. That was the first yeah. real set I worked on. It was a Jim Jeffries was hilarious. Yeah, uh,
1: is he is he cool on set or is Jim yeah cool?
0: yeah uh, yeah he was super nice. I never like he was never mean. He was never douchey. Like so I've seen his
1: stand It's.
0: <laughs> I mean, I mean, he's exactly who he is on stage as he is in real life. But yeah. he's not an asshole. He's just he, he he's just uh, like dry. Not even dry. He's kind of um, God. How do you how do you, how do you describe Jim Jeffries? He's very assertive. But he's not an asshole. Like he'll never do something mean. But yeah, if you get in his way or if he needs something, he'll you know he'll,
2: address it. Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah. No, I was I was a camera PA or camera PA slash intern for first season, and the second season I was a writers room PA. That one I just sort of fell into because I emailed a showrunner's assistant. I was like, hey, I'm looking for work, or I was like, hey, I heard you know I got picked up for season two. Uh, if you guys have anything, I'd love to come back. And he's like, well, I need help moving. You know, setting up the writer's office because, like, I like we need to buy some couches and stuff, and I was like, "Yeah, sure, I'll do it." So I worked for a week. I helped them out, and then I was like, "I I want to stay on. Uh, I want to stay on." And they're like, "Okay, cool. We need a writer's case. So I was like, "All right, sure."
2: So uh, as far as being a producer, and I know that's what you ultimately wanna to do and uh, be. Uh, what do you do as an independent? Like, uh, just do you feel like doing shorts is the way, or do you eventually have to work your way up, or do something different that? Puts your work out there.
0: I think it depends what you want to do. If you want to be a director, you need to direct stuff. So you, so you should be directing shorts on the side and and little projects and as much like as many things as you can, like entering competitions and like ways to get your name out there and people to see like, oh, this yeah. guy can do something. Uh, if you want to be a producer, um, but it, again, depends on the type of producer. If you want to be a line producer, same thing. You should like you should be working on stuff on the side, but another equally okay way to be a line producer is to go through sets. Like you go in as a PA, you get bumped up to APOC or something. Yeah, sure. Like I know people that have become line producers and uh, have become line producers through uh, through going as a UPM. Okay. You know they'll move up, they'll become UPMs, and they'll get bumped up to line producer, or 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 you go in as a PA, you become an uh, like an AD, and then you um, and then you go to line producer. There's a couple different things, but. I would say either do stuff on your own and just make and just make yourself a line producer or, you know, climb through sets. You know, if you want to be an agent, obviously go to an agency. Like, yeah. like, work your way up through there. So, it just depends on what you want to do. But, like, all of them, you just have to work your way up. Unless your dad is a... Uh, is, um, executives. Oh, my God. What's <laughs> his name? Larry Ellison? The guy that owns Oracle. Okay. <laughs> anyway, yeah. Unless um, unless your dad is him and, and you have a limited uh, amount of money to start, uh, like, Annapurna Productions then uh um, oh that's them yeah oh. yeah I, like i found out last week it's uh it's uh god i forget his name but anyway it's uh, it's his daughter and the owner of skydance is his son wow i'm like oh that makes sense
2: that all falls in place wow so how how important is it uh to be a pa how important is it to be an intern because i know when i uh, when i was in school uh, one thing i had it well i always had to work i had a full-time job but i could never really get around interning places how important is it to be an
0: intern mm-hmm. I think it's important to intern if you ha- if you can. Like, I was lucky because um, I, I was living at home during college, so I didn't, I didn't really have to worry about bills, so I could go and intern like twice a week or three days a week and then the rest of the week do my classes. Sure. Uh, but I know a lot of other people where interning really isn't an option for them, but if you're working a part-time job two days a week or like three, four days a week, like that one day a week you have free, it would be good if you went and interned just to get your name into like, you know, just or for people network. to start uh, like get to know who you are. Because yeah. even if you show up like once or twice a week, but you're... You know, you're nice and you just do your job. Then, then that internship, the last three, four months, all um, like after three, four months when it ends, like five months after that, that person can call you back and be like, "Hey, are you are, are you looking you for work?" Hired, yeah. yeah,
2: yeah. You definitely need to not have an ego. Uh... I,
0: I mean, that's what happened to me with legit because I finished legit, and then uh, and then I had like another two semesters of school left. I finished those. Uh, I stayed in touch with the showrunner but not a whole lot. I just emailed him every once in a while. And then when I graduated, I was like, uh, I was like, hey, uh, you know, I'm looking for work. If you have anything, like, you know, I'm available. And then he's like, I don't have anything at the moment, but I'm gonna go to Vancouver for a week to work on some pilot. <laughs> do you want? Um, I need someone to walk my dog. Do you know anyone who can do it? And I was like, I'll do it. So at the time, I was working on Hell's Kitchen, and I would, and I live in the valley, so I would drive. I would get up at like 5 a.m. No, I get up at like 4:30, drive down to Santa Monica.
1: Wow. Wow. You
0: know, walk his dog for like half an hour, from 5 to 5.30 or whatever what kind it was. What dog is it? <laughs> yeah, this is a right. I, I, I forgot, it, it died actually. It was like a small dog Smaller. or a breed, No, or? no, it was a, like a, it was a pretty big dog. It was okay. like a, lab. yeah, about the size of a lab. Anyway, so I'd go down there at like, you know, five thirty, five 5 o'clock, whatever it was, walk the dog for like half an hour, drive back up to the valley to work. <laughs> wow. I work from 6 to 6 and then I'd go back down to Santa Monica, walk the dog again and then I'd drive back up to the valley to go home. <laughs> I did. I did it for like two weeks, and then like after that was done, a week later he's like, "Hey, I'm like I'm starting this new show. I need an assistant. Do you want to do it?" Nice. I was like, "Sure," and then that got me like four or five months of work. Nice. Uh, that, actually, no, that got me through the end of the year because after we wrapped production, they needed which, a post which project. One. Was that one? Oh, this was uh, Agent X. It was a TNT show with Sharon Stone, Gerald McCraney. Okay. Um, was that on set again, or was that <laughs> an
1: office type of
0: thing? Uh, it it, it was half and half because my boss was the producing director, so he directed the pilot in the first episode. And then also the finale. Nice. But he was also there to kind of like keep the other directors sort of like in line and like keep the, you know, the overall vision sort of the same. Okay. You know?
2: Is that show still going on or was it?
0: No, no. It ended after one season. Nobody watched it.
2: Do you feel like it's because uh, it's, it's on TNT? And the reason why I say this is, uh, what's that show, The Ranching Show? Is it The Ranch? On Netflix,
0: the ranch. The, no not want Ashton picture?
2: Yeah, that's the ranch. The first season, basically, it was like a very clean show where they didn't have any profanity. Yeah, um, then I realized season, they, they basically took out. that whole uh, storyline and plot, but they made it more real and raw, and it got better. Uh, they started saying at, bad words. Yeah. They did the third season, or are they on the fourth season? Like it got so much more interesting. Yeah, because I feel like the
0: joke becomes more funnier when,
2: in some cases, there is. It's not as or there's no limitation Yeah, it's yeah. not censored, Yeah.
0: No, it wasn't that. It was just it was too hokey of a show. I mean, I mean, the premise of the show is Sharon Stone, upon becoming vice president of the United States, learns that the vice president has a secret agent at their disposal to to dispatch in times of dire peril to aid the country in. I forgot what it was. Who was the agent? Um, oh my God! What was his name? Stop with the name. <laughs> <laughs> He's gonna get something. <laughs> Uh, crap. Uh, <laughs> oh my god, I, I, I can't remember his name. It's fine. I'm bad with names too, so... No, now I gotta crap, check what it on the MTV.
1: I'm gonna pull it up right now, I'll tell you.
0: Sharon Stone was in it. they don't know that much. She was nice. Oh, he,
1: but, how was she in person? Yeah? I thought was really she was nice. fine.
0: I mean, uh, I mean, she's... Is she more She's herself? a Hollywood star in royalty. She is what she is. like Yeah. yeah. Like there's a certain yeah. amount to expect from her, but overall I I found her nice. There was, I'm the only person in the world who can say this, but I babysat Sharon Stone's kids. Oh, wow. Or, or played hide-and-seek with Sharon Stone's kids in the Veterans Affairs Graveyard in West L.A. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting place to... <laughs> well, because well, they were on set and they were just kind of like running around and just being like 10-year-old boys. Yeah. So my boss was like, just take them somewhere. Like, do something, Armin." Yeah, yeah, do something with them. So <laughs> I took them over... I was just like, let's go to Crafty's, to, like, to get him some food. No, no, uh, they were like, it's not we were, like, Jeff Heppner. Jeff Heppner, there. Oh, okay, that, that's who it is. He was on Chicago Fire. Oh, okay. Chicago <laughs> had one of those two. Anyway, so uh, I was like, okay, let's let's go do something. So uh, so we were playing hide and seek. They were hiding behind tombstones and stuff. That's uh, that's a it was fun
1: place, actually. Yeah. <laughs>
0: nice. No, and then we went to Crafty, and the younger one, I was, uh, I was like, here, eat a banana or an apple or something, and, he, and he's like, I have a question. I was like, yeah, what's up? And he's like why do uh people eat gluten i'm like i'm like i'm like what do you mean he's like he, he's like it's not healthy for you why do people eat gluten i'm like well it's a personal choice some people want to some people don't you know if you don't want to that's fine if you want to that it should be okay I, yeah uh and he's like okay i get that you know some people eat fat and i don't want to eat fat and, and, and i respect that i was like okay like like i literally was like here have a bag of doritos like relax like he he was 10 or yeah. like nine or something that's crazy. Like, right. Eat
2: some carbs. <laughs> he sounds like a, like a young adult already. That's crazy. But a lot of kids are like that. Uh, that's one products.
0: I mean, they're a product of the West Side. That's just how the West Side is. Okay. Or I guess, is Beverly Hills on the West Side? Is, 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 yeah, Yeah, it is. technically. It's yeah. west of Fairfax, yeah. Yeah.
1: What's, the, what's a really good, interesting uh, experience you had on set while you were working?
0: Hmm. Well, then I got to think about that one. Like something
1: that actually stood out to you, or it was just crazy? There, There is one uh, experience,
2: like, uh, I remember being on, uh, being a PA for, uh, wow, uh, Baby, 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 and it was a feature film. Um, one of the stars on it was uh, Bradley Cooper and Jessica Alba. Mm-hmm. One thing I will never forget is how professional some of these actors are. Like, uh, I remember Jessica Alba just chit-chatting, like, uh, talking with Bradley Cooper. They were laughing, just uh, having having a regular conversation. But the moment she went on the screen and she was, it was live. Like she just, like a flip of a there light that switch, moment. she was in that moment. I just could never forget that. I'm like, wow, that's incredible. That's, that's how cool. I know these guys are like on that level.
1: Well, it's years
0: of experience too. Like they they've been doing it for a long time. Oh, I got a moment. It was, uh, it yeah. was on the jet, and I, I got a nosebleed for some, for whatever reason, and like it wasn't a bad one. I was just like, I was just sitting there holding my nose. And a couple of people saw it. They're like, "Oh, are you alright?" And I'm like, "Yeah, yeah, it's not a big deal. I just have a nosebleed." And they're like, "Okay, cool." And, and the DJ Qualls walks over and he's like, "He's like, you have a nosebleed." It's the guy from uh, Ma- is that yeah, that yeah. Was the uh, and
1: was it that one? The There's like a road trip. They go across country. That was a funny. Yeah, one yeah, trip. road trip. Was it road trip? Yeah, yeah, it's road a little. Ski- yeah. it's a skinny dude with a. Yeah, 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 okay, Where's yeah. Was
0: yeah. story? So anyway, he walks by and he's like, "He's like, do you have a nosebleed?" And I'm like, "I'm like, yeah." I'm like yeah it just happened out of nowhere he's like he's like don't worry i used to get uh you know i used to get those all the t-. and he was like god what did he say he was like uh he was like make sure you hold it from up here when i used to do cocaine i got those all the time said, I, <laughs> I was like, okay, cool.
2: yeah that's actually the i remember there was a time when i was getting uh nosebleeds uh i don't know if it was from like just pressure or whatever what it was but that's what the doctor said you actually hold Pitch it up there pinch yeah the, the, pinch top the top part and what it does is it stops it. But growing up, like, your parents say, oh, just lean back. That's the worst thing you can do. It goes in your throat. It doesn't stop the bleeding. Yeah. And that's oh, why yeah, it, I guess
1: the pinch and nerve part, probably just. Oh, yeah, it's always vessel that. part. Because even if you sneeze, if you're sick and you
2: cough, what it does is your, uh, that nerve basically just pops and it starts bleeding. Yeah,
1: interesting. Any other <laughs> crazy experiences you <laughs> have? <laughs>
0: No, I, can't, I can't think. Of I would writing. think like I
1: swear I would think like legit of all shows would probably be like a crazy, crazy day experience. every every day would be. Crazy. I mean, there was a
0: day that I worked at Raging Waters. That was a
1: crazy day that we
0: were shooting one of the episodes. Oh, nice!
1: Like they're actually yeah, like, yeah, we we're actually at uh, Raging Waters. Uh, rides out.
0: or or uh, do you call that rides in Raging Waters? You call it Lades, Sure. I slides, I guess. Slides. Well, during lunch they left one of the slides open, so like I went on it like twice. Like it was nice. kind of fun. It was the middle of summer; it was hot, so I was like, "Let's do it." That's um, that's a, a fun job to be, at actually.
1: Yeah, you're the wrong person to see um, that. You, did you
0: go? Did you guys
1: go on anything that was very high elevated that goes like pretty much vertically down?
0: Yeah, I think so. I think that was the one I did. Wow. Yeah.
1: Was, Funny yeah. story. <laughs> Universal. Oh. Yeah.
0: Homer Simpson
1: right? <laughs> you
0: guys fell off? No.
1: <laughs> no, no. No, He's scared of heights. He's scared of heights. I hate roller coasters, and I hate. Like, anything that, that's high elevation. But it's the mm-hmm. Homer Simpson ride, it, it goes it, it up goes maybe up. four feet goes in up. the air, and it's yeah. basically a projection uh, in front of It you. feels like it's a lot more than four feet.
2: But, yeah, mm-hmm. that got to him. I remember standing on... Was it the mummy ride? Oh, we, yeah. We were standing in the mummy. It was my cousin, a close friend, uh, of course, me and him. Oh, well, it was and a, a Halloween Horror Nights. So. It was, but the mummy was open. So we're in line... He he got so scared he just left okay,
1: the line. Okay, so I, I got I got almost to where you but get on the ride <laughs> and then I jump like I'm, Where's the exit? I just walked out because yeah I can't do roller coasters man it's scary. I don't know what it is but what can you do? But that's crazy. Oh that's like if you could do that, that's that's amazing. That means you're not scared of heights or anything like that. If you if you did that right. And I
0: guess not. I don't know. Was a water slide. Does your back even touch it when you go down? Like, I don't think it was that high. I think it was just a regular slide. Oh, there was is it? Oh, Two okay. feet off the ground. <laughs> <laughs> Your hand can touch the
2: ground.
1: Brush against the brushes. That's crazy. I don't know. Like, Aram was talking about, uh, he would love to do, like, skydiving. I'm like, that's one thing I don't think I could ever... You know, when
2: I kind of realized this, uh, well, when I was a kid coming to America, um, three years old, that was, like, one of the first times I remember, well, I don't remember being on the plane... But after that, when did we go to Utah? It was two thousand Two Two years ago, I think. No. Two years ago? Anyways, so we went to Utah. That was uh, probably the second time that I could remember being on a plane. And I got this rush where I wasn't scared. Mm-hmm. But, like, I got this rush where, it, it, I don't know, it gave me so much energy. And I just loved <laughs> something about that. I'm like, yeah, I would really I'll enjoy skydiving. That. Maybe not at this weight, because...
1: <laughs> you, you don't want to. You don't want bigger. the parachute to not
2: open accidentally <laughs> or something. I don't know.
1: But the. Uh, that was my experience. Are you like a thrill seeker, Armin, or do you like do you like crazy things like that? Would you do like roller coasters? Have you gone to like Six Flags and gone? Oh yeah, yeah. like yeah. I don't
0: I don't do anything extreme, but yeah, just normal stuff. Yeah, that's that's still that's good enough, man. Like I can't I can't. think I could ever do that again.
2: So what did Armin do as a kid? Uh, how did you fall in love with cinemas and how what?
0: I, I think I just watched a lot of TV.
2: Do you have any favorite sitcoms or movies that really uh, have something sort of. in your art heart? Yeah.
0: Actually, hold on. I think uh, I think it was a combination of watching a lot of TV and my dad also. When I was like towards my later years of high school, okay, he was working for a picture vehicle company and he would like take cars to. Oh, I remember that. So I would go with them every once in a while. Like I wouldn't do anything. I would just go with them. If they dropped off or we'd stay for a little bit or whatever. So that uh, so that also got my interest. But nice. yeah, it's a combination of just seeing it, but also doing nothing else besides watching TV and movies all the time. Yeah.
1: Any type of genre that, that stuck out to you, like that you really enjoyed, or just
0: I just like movies that are fun, like or or I like movies that I like. Like I don't like like I don't have a specific genre or an actor or something. It's like if I watch it and I have fun watching it.
1: So it could be anything. Comedy, yeah, I'll watch anything. Drama. Like
0: okay, I gotta ask you this: top three movies of all time? Of all time. Uh, Kill Bill. Okay. One. Rosemary's Baby. That's one I still I haven't seen. seen. Me too. Rosemary's Baby is good. Oh is that like a 60s or a
1: 73 oh, okay. 74 I think okay. and that was a it was like a thriller it was like It's a, a, horror a thriller movie. right it's like a murder or something No
0: no it's a it, it's a horror movie it's, okay. a, it's Roman Polanski it was done by Paramount Mia Farrow and uh what's his name John Cassavetes
1: I don't know why I got to start watching these older movies some of them are... I I personally enjoy uh like Hitchcock the, movies The like... last one we saw I think that I saw like old from the classics was a uh, Clockwork Orange was, it Clock was Clock a Claws cards good. Yeah. yeah, that was a really good. That was crazy, man. The that, way that movie was shot. Like I wasn't waiting for like some of the stuff. Movies I saw back and, then were so raw, raw, big time. You can't get away with doing
2: something like that right now. The, yeah, you can. It doesn't.
1: Just... But no, you know what was the crazy part? Not even that. Like just the nudity. First of all, like I was not expecting like to see full frontal nudity. <laughs> like you know, like yeah. now you would never.
2: And you'll get the rating, but I guess that. it's not marketable in a sense. Cause uh, how do you rate that? You but it was like a hour. very
1: sick and twisted movie. Like it was crazy. It was. I liked it. It was interesting. The way it was shot is very artsy too. Yeah, it's a it's a good movie.
2: I remember that one movie with uh Mark Mark Wahlberg. Um, uh, the one where uh, it's um takes place in the Valley. It, I don't know if it was about porn or what. Oh, it was.
0: uh Boogie Nights. Boogie, Boogie Nights. Nights. That was a very that's good a movie. good ass movie. I really like that movie. Uh,
2: to the point where I, I went and bought the DVD. I'm like I have to sit and rewatch this movie. It was just incredible. I, I,
0: I saw the movie for the first time. Isn't that based on an
1: actual person though? That that movie, it is, I think,
0: right? It might. Be. I'm not, I'm not sure. Yeah. Um, but I saw it for the first time four months ago, five months ago. Okay. It, it it's weird. I like how it like how it shows these people's lives, and it's like just the right, just an okay amount of nice, but not quite as nice as like the other side. Yeah. It's like when they're having their pool party, and they're like, "Look at this beautiful house," and and you're just watching, and you're like, "Yeah, this is cool," but it's like not that. I I don't know. It just doesn't. Yeah. Like it was a weird sort of like it was a nice, but it was a backwards nice. It was like it was yeah. like it was like you guys can have that little area over there. And
2: like <laughs> I remember um, just evaluating that movie in my sound class, and there's so much sounds that make a impact on the film. I remember that one scene where the guy is popping the firecrackers inside when it's right before it's gonna get ugly in the movie. <laughs>
0: oh yeah, yeah. that's when they shoot par- each other.
2: That's such a powerful scene when the guy starts cracking the firecrackers. It kind of senses where you know what something is gonna happen, something bad is gonna happen. And you also have other uh, instances, like, uh, my God, what's the movie with Leonardo DiCaprio? Um, Departed, where Leonardo really is beating good. this guy in the liquor liquor room or liquor store. Uh, and yeah, it was like a they little have mortgage. this easygoing music to kind of, I don't know, make it comfortable in that uncomfortable situation. While well, uh, he's
1: stomping on that guy. Yeah. yeah, but,
2: like, they tend to do that, where you have, like... Peaceful music going on in a really bad. Moments. I like
1: Quentin Tarantino's actually. He does his music and like what's going on in the scene is always very interesting. well.
0: His, his movies are so raw, but uh, well, he has something coming up, right? Oh, uh, once, uh, once upon a time uh, in Hollywood. Hollywood, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. he's making a movie about the Mansons, which is man, it's gonna be fucking brutal.
1: I think it's, I, the way he, I'm sure he's especially a movie, his be style crazy. of uh, rawness. It's gonna. I be... had a friend actually that that was on the set. Uh, well, she it was background, but it was she was telling me it's really interesting.
0: I'm really yeah. curious if he's gonna show Sharon Tate getting stabbed. I'm sure because they stabbed her in her stomach like nine times or something.
1: Wow! Well, knowing him, I'm sure it's gonna be crazy. It's gonna be interesting. Uh, it's it's worth watching. You have Leo, you have Brad Pitt, you have You're, she again, was the um, again the names. Don't pull out your phone, right? Don't pull up my TV. <laughs> oh man! So, uh, oh, Margot Robbie. Okay. Yeah, she's playing Sharon Tate, I think actually.
0: It's a good choice.
1: Yeah. And I I heard she she looked I don't know if she lost weight for the movie but she looked even like more skinnier for that movie oh, sure. which is interesting but uh, I'm sure it's gonna be good it's Quentin well, it's, it's gotta it's, be
2: I guess it's different if you're on that level of uh, acting like you're on that uh, I don't know a uh, a list category because they have trainers and they have all these people that work with you to get on that level um, basically you, what I'm trying to say is uh, they won't do that with any actor right. they'll work with the people that are have names basically.
1: Well, you're talking about main characters, and then these are based on actual people, too, which you got to kind of bring it as close to them as possible, I think. But, like, depending on which route you're going with the story and everything, but this is actually based on true, like, actual events. Now, I'm sure Quentin's going to add his take on what's what happened or wh- how it's going to happen, stuff like that, but... It's going to be true to whatever happened. And I, I remember something about he's going to do seven or eight films, they said, before he... Oh, before he stops? What number yeah. is this? I think it's coming close. I don't think... I yes. think this is like eight or something. Is, it? So yeah. Yeah. is this
2: his final project? Because I remember something about the numbers being from I, yeah, I have no
1: idea. I mean, it could be. No, but it's good. I really like it. I would love to be... I would love to have anything to do with his sets. I'm sure it's amazing. I'm, I'm sure
2: any, everyone in LA who's acting or <laughs> uh, some type of production, production work, they'll wise, love to 100%. be a part of his productions. But uh, I remember uh, hearing something about, was it last year, about Tarantino, how in Kill Bill, the main actress, she actually crashed a car and that video was, with it. It was withheld from oh, yeah, uh, it was the big media. The and she yeah. actually got injured, like where she hurt her neck. It was and an on
0: to... accident.
2: It happens. Like... But like, how far do you go where uh, you like tell your actor or give that confidence to your actor where oh you have you're you're driving because it's so easy to no, get no but the thing, a thing is a, a lot driver. of
1: actors have been hurt on the set like like for example Tom Cruise this last Mission Impossible that okay. jump he made from the building to the other building he broke his ankle
0: like but Tom broke, Cruise is wild he does a, all his well, most Terminator, of his stunts man. and
2: like. I don't know any... Conker
0: any is the, crazy. He's the last like real movie star. He's insane,
1: man. Like, the stunts he does at his age, it's crazy. Like. No, Mission
0: Impossible uh, uh, Fallout. Was that awesome. the, the last... That yeah, was the yeah. that was, yeah. Yeah, it it was really awesome.
1: good. That, you, that scene when he jumped and uh, got onto the roof of the building? Yeah, yeah. That's what he actually broke... You know where he's <laughs> like limping? He broke his ankle. Shit. Well, a yeah.
2: good example of that is... Uh, Jackie Chan? Arnold. Well, Jackie Chan, of course. He has a whole stunt team. But Arnold and... Uh, Sylvester Stallone. Uh, was it
1: Arnold or was it Steve Austin? Though?
2: No, no, no. in Ar- the what their movie? Yeah. yeah, where
1: they they broke. It was it was Steve Austin when they when they were fighting. He got punched in the jaw, I think, so hard where I think he broke a bone or something.
2: Steve Austin broke a bone? Yeah, it
1: was Steve Austin uh, fighting uh, St- uh, Sylvester Stallone, the wrestler. Wow. Stone Cold Steve Austin, yeah.
2: Because I know a lot of the guys don't do the stunts, even being a professional from that wrestling background. I'm sure Dwayne Johnson doesn't do most of the stunts. Uh, they have
1: stunt doubles. Well, yeah. Well, it's dangerous because if you get injured, then how are they going to continue with the filming? That's the thing. you got to be careful about that. Yeah. true. Yeah. Sure. It's, it's, it's And you're well, the main a, character. You, I mean, that happened, I think, on the Maze Runner, too, uh, with the main character. Uh, now I'm blanking, I'm blanking, out, blanking out the names again. But he was on a car, I think, something happened, and he fractured. Percy Jackson guy? Was it him? No, he was the Teen Wolf. He was on Teen Wolf. Uh, MTV ah, series. But hey, he, he he I don't know what happened. I think his face. He broke something like a bone in his like some major stuff during like a car scene, and then they they had to push back filming for like a couple of months until he healed. That could be very sure. costly. Yeah, know. but like he's the main actor. You know that's why I think some people come in. It's it's really good. Like oh, sometimes yeah. you just can't do the stunt. And you know? that's what I'm
2: saying. How far do you go, even as a professional? And if you're an actor, I feel like these days you. If your face is showing, yes, you want to see the actual guy get yeah. close to doing it. But uh, I remember watching the old movies, and this, it was just extreme with stuff. Oh, people. like
1: when the, the face is like completely, oh, you're like completely, completely different?
2: completely different. Yeah, the hair color is the same, but nothing else <laughs> You know, else which one I
1: remember, uh, the, ter- the Terminator 2, when he jumps the bridge with the motorcycle, you could oh, see yeah, yeah. Like it's completely somebody else, like with a wig.
2: Well, in that case, you're not going to jump a bridge with a motorcycle. <laughs> oh, or, yeah, even if you yeah. had a riding experience,
1: that's something yeah. you won't do. But like the now, you can technically CGI
0: or whatever their face. Oh yeah, on. yeah, yeah, yeah. You can see the crap out of that. Yeah, yeah, so oh,
1: yeah. Disney's on
2: another level. I I watched this video where um they have this. Uh, it's not AI technology, but it's like dummies where actually their dummies have movements. So they could go so far with that where, like, if they're doing a stunt, like if something's falling off. You know movies back then where you would see someone falling off the bridge and it was, you could clearly tell it's a dummy mm. Because the way it <laughs> Oh, moves. the way. It, sopranos,
1: but, too, man. Sopranos, I remember seeing, watching a scene where they uh, they kill or they throw somebody off a bridge. Okay. <laughs> and you see, like, a thing flopping. just It's down just the it clothes is. are flopping. Yeah. So nothing in the hands are not moving. <laughs> It's it's, crazy. it's it's still cool, though. It doesn't matter. I mean, it's it makes the process just really fun.
2: Yeah, but like uh, basically the standards we're at right now, it's it's incredible what they could do. With, like, it's improved a lot. Game of
0: Thrones, like the CGI. On our show, we have a uh, a talking monkey. We have a talking monkey character named Pogo. Okay. And uh, and Pogo completely all CGI. He uh uh, what's it called? He's he's built on a guy in a, in a in a in a suit. Oh. But it's not motion. It's it's not necessarily motion capture. It's just okay. he's there for reference. And then Adam Godley's doing Pogo's voice, but he. I mean, he's a completely CGI full you know talking monkey. He's pretty Whoa. cool. That's
1: awesome. So oh, but you saw like the the when they're editing, you saw what he looks like, and it looks legit.
0: Like like a, yeah yeah. Uh, uh, I mean, if you watch watching on like real true 4K and the 8,000 jewel bit TV, whatever the hell it is, with twenty thousand dollars monitors, <laughs> yeah. he looks freaking amazing. Wow. But even on regular stuff, he like he looks pretty real. Well, if it's on Netflix, I'm sure it's probably going to be out in 4K, 100%. Yeah, I mean, if uh, if your TV supports it, they do 4K HDR, so watch it.
2: But even today, like, uh, yeah, there's 4K TVs, but, like, uh, the consumer base doesn't really have all the equipments. To really enjoy that 4K. Well, like- no,
1: technically, yeah, yes and no, because uh, if you're watching Netflix, for example, and it's like a smart TV, it's already got the built-in app. You could just open up Netflix, and it's already you're gonna watch your 4K. There's nothing to convert that.
2: But don't most of the theaters today project 4K? Yeah, they
0: do. I mean, I mean, your TV has to be able to. Uh, uh, it has to be a 4K TV yeah. in order to do it, but. If it if it uh, if it can do 4K, you'll get a 4K like image. Yeah. Like it automatically gives you the best um, quality possible for your bitrate. Like Netflix, if it detects like your internet's only fast enough for 720, it'll just feed you 720. It's not gonna try and buffer 1080 yeah. like constantly.
1: Yeah. And you can actually see this change sometimes when yeah. You're, like our ours it acts up sometimes, and you can see it like go a little bit blurry, and then it gets well, nice it, again. Well, it's kind of
2: like YouTube uh, when you watch a video on your way, you have a poor network connection the image seems kind of fuzzy yeah. and whenever you get that strong connection back it just it's crisp
1: yeah yeah well which uh, did you guys finish uh, filming already or
0: yeah we finished in like July or something and nice. then uh, how many episodes is it gonna be uh, 10 10 episodes
1: and what's what's a
2: typical Netflix uh, uh, series go on like uh, how many episodes how many seasons on average
0: uh, it just depends on the show but right now Netflix is just Probably averaging about 10, 13 oh, it's, episodes it's a show. 10, I
1: think. Right, like the Marvel ones too? I think it, it's been 10, I think. Yeah, probably. they're all about 10. Yeah.
0: Ab- ab- about 10 episodes. And then season-wise, they usually all go for like one or two seasons. Okay. At least. Like, at least two seasons, I think. Yeah. Like Iron Fist, just got, uh, it just got canceled. But it got uh it's not getting a season three. Wow. Oh, it got ca- I didn't know. Yeah, oh, wow. yeah Netflix, uh, I think, canceled yesterday.
1: Wow. It ended in a way which... I The second season, honestly, I think on Iron Fist was better than the first.
0: Well, Netflix's thing is, if you can keep your viewership numbers, you're fine. But if it's if you start off at a million viewers and you end at a million, you end at, you end at like nine hundred thousand, then it's like it's like oh, okay, cool. Time to but start if you, another one. Oh no, no! But if you like, if you start at a million viewers and it by the final episode you drop down to like seven five hundred thousand, then you're probably gonna get canceled. Oh.
2: and I seen the first season. Uh, it was cool,
1: but uh, no,
0: the I don't second know. season was a lot more active.
1: I think.
2: I think the first season kind of. Not threw me off, but like yeah, it
1: was it was a cool uh, season, but uh, it really didn't
2: catch my attention, so I didn't even watch the second season.
0: No, I, I liked it. I never watched it. it. I watched Daredevil. Daredevil was Daredevil fine. was really good. Cool. it was fine. The first season, the second season, it was kind of like was the second one with Punisher. Yeah, it was with Punisher, but it was the same thing over and over again. It was it was blind guy goes somewhere, gets hurt, and then everyone's like, "Well, how are you okay? <laughs> like, how are you getting hurt? No one's." <laughs> <laughs> like, none of the characters are like, what the hell is wrong with you? Why are you getting beat up every fucking night? Like <laughs> I tripped. He's and been I'm walking
1: like, at the wall. That
0: was no, at a certain point, I was just like, okay, like... Yeah,
1: not no, no, for sure. But Punisher, did you get a chance to see Punisher? Uh, oh, that that, was, that yeah, was, yeah, that was pretty hardcore. nice. That I really enjoyed hardcore. that one. Yeah, Punisher was really good. And
2: I can't remember his name, so I'm not even going to try to think about it, but he's a John Berntal?
1: John Bernto? I He's an yeah. yeah. incredible actor. He's a really good actor. Yeah, check it out. What's, oh, that was,
2: what's that other Marvel series you were watching? Uh, what the Was it something steel? Or uh, the guy with the strength, the bald guy? Oh, uh, Luke Cage. Okay, Luke Cage. I enjoyed that one, but one thing I'm realizing... and I Oh,
0: what's his name? was an Agent X, the uh, the guy who plays Luke Cage. Um, I, don't remember, I don't remember the name, but yeah, he's... Uh, he's he was an like, Agent X. I met him. He was, oh, he was yeah? pretty nice, yeah. And now we have know. to check. I well, gotta he, check. He, it. He, he, he played Mike Coulter, I think was his character's name. He was not the president. He was like the... Speaker of the House or something.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah, but he seems like a very big, intimidating guy, though. Like, uh, no,
0: I mean, I mean, I, 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 just said hi to him once. Like, I didn't really. Talk oh, to Mike Holter.
1: Yeah, yeah, that is. Mike is that his actor? Yeah, Mike, Mike Holter. Oh, that's his real that's name. His, <laughs> name. <laughs> his his name in the show was Miles Latham. Miles Latham. There we go. Yeah. The head of
0: uh, Speaker of the House, who eventually gets killed. Spoiler. Alert. Um. So this this went on for a se- one season only. This it was show? one season. Yeah. Wow. This was a TNT show. Yeah. Actually, funny story. Um, one of the actors on this show. I had to take something to them once, and they shared their location with me on their phone. But I guess they clicked the wrong button, and to this day, four years later, I I, I am able to track twenty um, like I went to find my friends app yeah. just randomly one day, just be like, oh, I never used this app before, and then I realized this person is still sharing their location with me three years no later. Way. So twenty four hours a day, well, I'll tell you guys who it is later. Twenty four hours a day, I know exactly where this actor is at all times. Funny. <laughs> oh man. Twenty four seven, I can like literally, I can tell you where he is. That's crazy. So, but w-
2: what do you do in that situation? Have you contacted?
0: I, I, I didn't. I haven't said anything because I thought it'd be weird. Like four years later, like, hey, by the way, I've known where you've been the last four, four last years. Four
2: years. <laughs> don't worry, I'm not sharing your information to TMZ. No, I don't care. T- like,
0: it's, like it's not anything for me to like yeah. tell people about it. It's just <laughs> it a funny thing. Like, I, I mean, I tell people the story, but like, it probably stored in your, uh, I don't know, iCloud or something. No, I mean, there's two options when you share your location. There's share my location, and then share, my, and then there's. Anyway, there's two options. There's one that doesn't temporarily, and then there's well, like one that doesn't, like...
2: Share my
1: location like, for four years.
0: <laughs> yeah, pretty much. It adds you uh-huh. to the Find My Friends app.
1: Well, which, which app is that, though? Find my, it's, just, it's, it's an iPhone app, now, bro. Yeah, it's just an it? Apple app. Yeah. Oh, never I, used I, never, it. I never used it, yeah. Never had to use it. Do you have anything else upcoming right now, Armin? Like, any, any other uh, projects yet, or so far it's just... Digital? I'm also on the...
0: I'm also working on another sci-fi pilot at the same time as Umbrella, just because...
1: Is this on Netflix again, or...
0: No, this is uh, universal for sci-fi. Okay. It's called Resident Alien. It's based on Dark Horse comic. Okay. Oh, okay. Both the shows are based on Dark Horse comics nice. or or graphic novels. So I'm also working on that on the side. I'm not doing too much with that one. I'm sort of uh, uh I'm just jumping back and forth between the two shows. Okay. Umbrella takes up more of my time, but I I do stuff on Resident Alien.
1: But Umbrella, right now you're still like in the office, even though it's done filming, or?
0: Oh yeah, post goes on for a couple of months. We're probably gonna, oh. we'll probably f- be close to finishing in December, but probably not.
1: And the, Oh, yeah, because you said the release is in yeah. February. Okay. So that so it's that, and then the uh, that, that other show right
0: now. Yeah, Resident Alien. And that's pretty much it at I the guess moment. That's the
1: thing about freelance. You're trying to just go from yeah. one, one gig to another
0: well, gig. The, well, it's kind of like an actor, I guess. Well, that's the, not
2: like a freelance. You're technically. Uh, working with a production company it's not directly with netflix itself but is it the same no production? i mean
0: no i mean i'm uh, i'm still freelance is basically it's it's like a lot of times if you do one show for a network also you're yeah. gonna have something else okay and 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 the person they're gonna tight with is like the people that would hire you which would be the producers which are my bosses and, and they've already known me so they'd hired me at like or um or like the or the post department for the studio so like like uh, 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 like ucp is the one that hired my bosses to do Resident alien because sure. they hired them, I I also went on. Like, is it, that mm. sort of a situation?
2: You're, yeah, definitely. Your network has a lot to do or anything. And like you said, uh, interning really makes a difference uh, while you're a student in school. Definitely. Yeah. But like
1: even working on different productions, for example, like just doing different things, like you, you never know. For example, if one guy is doing working on a project, they work with you on this, they could just call you in for for a different job. Of course. It's just networking, I guess, too, in a way. I mean, but I
0: worked all sorts of jobs. I've done a second AC, PA. Driving around for a day, like driving a pass van. I've been a fuel coordinator on Dance Moms. Uh, didn't we know somebody else that was working on that? Yeah,
2: well, the Diana is actually. Uh, oh, Diana. Really close. Well, my close friend's mom is a uh, close friends with her mom. I met so Diana. And her mom. That's how I. Yeah. Uh, she does, but she does, she does makeup, makeup, right? She yeah. does uh, FX makeup, and
0: she's still working with them, even though Abby, Abby went to jail and all that.
2: I believe she's. I see, I see her post and I, I believe she's uh, working with one of the uh, girls that's still uh, working on other projects. She does; she's still. Is it JoJo? Yeah, she's actively doing makeup for her. Oh,
0: good for Dana Based off her uh,
2: post. like I, I don't know her, know her in mm-hmm. that basis. I don't talk or keep in contact, but yeah, she is currently social still media. doing makeup Yeah, So, what would we do without social media? Social right. Media. You know, good for Dana.
1: Yeah, but that's that's. But it's, well, what's? Let me ask you a question. What's the most Fun or like you felt like you weren't really working on the set or either on the set or at office. Like which project? I
0: mean, that? I mean pretty much everything I've worked on. There was one show I worked on that um, it didn't work out. On like like neither my uh, like the producer and I just didn't get along with each other. That show I didn't like. But uh, every other show, i never felt like I was working. I would just feel like I'm just going somewhere to that's do something. Very,
1: that's that's
2: very important. I think
1: that's like that's the ultimate dream type of job though, to just be there, get paid, and feels like it's not a job at all. Like, oh, yeah, because uh,
2: one thing, well, I'm sure a lot of people know this, but, like, you have to realize the entertainment business is not an 8-hour or 9-hour no, shift. it's, way it's more like, than that. average 12 well, hours. Well, depending and, on what
1: your job is, too. Like, if you're an actor, course. like, you're one of the main cast or your production. I feel like production is probably, they have the longest hours, I'm on set.
0: Uh, on set, yeah, you're probably going to be there average 8 to 15 hours. Um, 8 hours on minimum. I, I don't, like... And, and that's being generous, probably 10 hours a minimum. But, like, on post, I I usually do about 9 to 6. Nice. There's some days I stay till 8. There's some days I stay till like, midnight or whatever because of whatever's happening. But even if I go home, I'm, I'm still usually answering an email or a text or something if so I need never, to. So like,
2: it's a never-ending process. You really have to love uh, what you're doing. Yeah, basically, it.
0: like, 7 in the morning and um Like it'll just start, so you just have to. It's just part of my day. It's not. Yeah. It's not necessarily a thing More I do record. from one to uh from nine to five, and I call it a day. Like okay. it's just the best part, I think. Right. Yeah. It's just it's just a part of like my daily routine. Like oh, let me check my emails. Oh shit, hold on, let me send this so over. Responses. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but you,
1: let me ask a quick. So if after you put like a fifteen-hour day or twelve-hour day, you you go back the next day again. I think there's like downtime. A short break. By there,
0: uh, I mean, there's turnarounds and all that stuff, but yeah, you're expected to work the next day. So let's like, like let's say you start at 4 a.m. and you get done at 8 p.m., which I've done before. Yeah. Uh, then, uh, in terms of turnaround, you would be back at. Is it
2: like eight hours or? Something? It's like an
0: eight-hour. T- I think most places try to give a 12-hour turnaround. Okay. So. So you're uh, so you're expected back and set around 8:30 again, and so like on Monday you'll have like a 4 a.m. call time, but by the time Friday rolls around, because of like. Because every day you're rapping so late. Like yeah, Monday, you yeah. start at eight AM. You wrap at eight PM, and then the next day you come in at nine. And then, and then by the time Friday rolls around, you're doing like a one PM call. Wow. Um, and then I like, and the night shoots are are fun because after about three AM, it just feels like you're just there.
1: <laughs> that i been, been through. I, I did that actually as an extra. It what, was What movie was that? I did that. Well, that one was fun. I did Cloverfield. with J. Okay. J. J Abrams. That was. Was I, JJ honest, there? Uh, no. I saw uh, the the. the Name. Now I'm gonna forget his name, and he's he's big. Wait, too. I don't
0: think he directed it though, did he? No,
1: he was. I think one of the uh, Producer either maybe? producers. Yeah.
0: But the director
1: was. Um, oh man, there I, you go I don't want to. I don't want to blank
0: out because he's
1: he's done some crazy movies too.
0: Let's blame uh,
2: it on the ring because we can't remember any names today.
0: I have seen J.J. Abrams like three times in his in his black Tesla, just driving around. There was one one time by Fox. Model S. Yeah. Nice. It was, it was one time by Fox. One time by. In somewhere in Purbank, and then I don't remember where the third one was, but I've, like I keep seeing him all over town.
1: Yeah, Matt Reeves. Matt. Oh Reeves. yeah, yeah. He's he's done some. The crazy name is
0: familiar. One. I don't I don't know what he. Yeah, did, he's
1: but... he's done a like he, he did I think Cloverfield. He did Planet of the Apes. Uh-huh. Yeah, oh yeah, he did the new
0: ones. Yeah, Dawn the Dawn of the
1: Planet of the Apes. He did all the Cloverfield movies, by the way. Ten Cloverfield Dane. Oh
0: god, the new one was terrible.
1: Yeah, the, the Cloverfield Paradox. That was him. He what was the, the hell great. was that fucking movie? Hey, but uh, wait. I don't know if Ten Cloverfield of, Lane was good. That was good Yeah, movie, that but was, that were was they good. a part of it or was it oh, actually like no? He was not, He was the producer. I'm sorry. He was I, one of the I, exact I
0: feel like producers. Ten Cloverfield Lane was somebody that gave him a pretty good script. Yeah. And they were like, we need to, we want to make this, but it's gonna be hard to sell. But it's I think based. Well, let's just package it as Cloverfield.
1: Yeah, because it's kind of I guess supposed to be based on the original Cloverfield. But the there alien. are
2: creatures that creature yeah. comes back or it's uh, a, it's like
1: different type of creatures. I really like enjoyed that movie because
2: it was so real. It was like that Doomsday thing
1: where. Yeah, I really like I like I like then. the clover feel too because first like we were on set with the main cast which, in the original movie, like T J Miller, he was hilarious in person <laughs> from Silicon Valley, he was awesome. He was awesome. But like just the, how the process works, like the part where, you know, uh, Lizzie uh Lizzie Kaplan, I believe. Yeah. yeah. her stomach explodes, like the way they shot that, like from the it was like the uh, those medical um it's like a curtain type of thing and you see just blood squirt from her stomach oh, it, was, it was awesome just and then when when her eyes are tearing up with blood like it's just amazing to see it and then just to watch them like go from chilling and then in character and just like yelling and going through this life experiences it's it's it's, it's, it's definitely cool.
2: hard work it
1: really is it is it is but and it's even, it's i feel like like i don't know like it's it's not work in a way
2: that's true but like are so many actors in LA and uh there are so many actors not uh, working in L.A. But I feel like you have to do above and beyond to actually be somewhat of working. I feel like if you're an actor in L.A. and you're working as an actor in L.A., that's a big accomplishment.
1: No, of course. Oh, yeah. To be a regular working actor, 100%. Because majority, they're just trying to... Going from audition to audition. You know, oh, they're...
2: yeah, and like you'll get the occasional maybe a
1: guest star role or a co-star role. Which would be if amazing still.
2: But it, you see a lot of people that have... Some of those credits, but are still not, like, working constantly. Uh, It it takes a a while, but then it happens eventually. Yeah, Yeah, you just have to hang in there. And I guess that goes with every uh, career and every position in the entertainment business. You have to be persistent.
0: Yeah,
1: just like it would everything in life, technically. Unless it's, like, a nine-to-five, which (laughs) anybody could do that shit, depending on what it is. Yeah,
2: I remember being on set, like, the longest I worked as a PA. And it was a non-union, of course. It was an independent movie was maybe 16 hours that was pretty wild but again even then it didn't feel like work yeah of course I was tired but like I really enjoyed what I was doing because uh, you didn't have this uh, it was just a great crew it was a great vibe and I feel like that makes a world of difference no that honestly
0: is the biggest difference is like I can work 18 hours a day whatever I don't care but if the if the people you're with are cool then it's fun but if, if you're with someone who's miserable then you know four it's hours a, a day into it you just don't want to be there <laughs> <laughs> After a certain point, it has a miserable experience. because the people on the show were miserable.
2: Was it just like the whole? Uh, I guess it was everyone around you. If if you had uh, interesting people around you, well, not interesting to say they're not interesting. Uh, just like I don't know, get positive. Just be nice. Like, yeah.
0: Just nice and professional. Just like uh, just uh, and what I mean by pro- what I mean by nice is actually just being nice. Like you're not you're saving the world, person. so don't freak out. Yeah. So if someone does something wrong or some mistake happens, there's no reason to you know, have yell and scream and, and just be an evil person. It's like, okay, whatever, let's fix it and move on. And then also being professional is understanding that different departments have different jobs and different, uh, you know, responsibilities and deadlines sure. and, and and things that are going through their heads. So just because your department needs something and the other one can't do it or can't do it when you need it doesn't mean the other one's not doing their job, which is or, – or you, or you shouldn't tell another department how to do their thing, which was oh, a yeah. big frustration I was having on dance halls, right? There was no – Department lines. It was just it was a clusterfuck because everyone thought they were in charge of everything.
1: Wow.
2: Yeah, that could be a disaster That's crazy. Actually, <laughs> it's funny to say this uh, when I was working uh, on that feature film uh, as a PA um, The only person I, I kind of had a problem with was the crafty person <laughs> and like For some reason and I guess she used to work Union doing that same. Oh, no, she was a production coordinator on mm-hmm. Union Project and then somehow through a friend, she got that non-union job as a crafty. I'm
1: like, my God, it,
2: it was a hell. To the she point was just there for
0: a day or something or what? No,
2: she was there throughout the whole thing. But uh, she was just giving me a hard time because I was there to give it extra hand, but I was not part of the crafty thing. Oh, got it. It got to the point where like, I'm, I had to uh, just back away. I'm like, if you want my help, I'm here <laughs> to help you. I'm not I'm – not, You're not
1: a crafty person. Yeah, you.
2: I have my own tests. I, I was office PA, I was running errands, I was getting uh location contracts, so I was Renting uh, equipment from Panel Vision, where they're just opening up the store. I did all this stuff. I didn't have time to like deal with crafty, mm-hmm. but I was just there to give her a sec to like help her set up with the heavy stuff. Well, that's and the thing. Go back. A, it was a
1: lo- it was a low budget though, right? It wasn't like but
2: a- everyone was cool on it. Like, but they had a
1: pretty big cast though. So oh, they had a
2: because oh, oh, the director was, what was uh, the movie? Uh, baby, baby, baby. The director was Brian uh, Clubman. Yeah, he's done a ton of work. He, he uh, written and co-directed uh, words. I don't know if you've seen that movie. William Shatner
1: was in it. uh Bradley Cooper. Oh, cool. Yeah, uh, the, the, guy, Alba. the guy from
2: Allstate, uh, the Allstate commercial. I'm sorry, I don't remember his name, but he was yeah. such a nice guy. I had a brief chat with him. Yeah, he has, a, he
1: has a, he's another one with a base, like a deep voice.
0: Oh
2: yeah, he has that hosting voice. It was incredible.
0: Right, he played the president in. Uh, and 24? Yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's him.
2: And, like, yeah, we had a bunch of cast members, and I think it was because of uh, who people knew, Brian Klugman, and, like, uh, of course, they're work- working on the film. They're probably doing favors or whatever, but uh, it was just a great positive vibe. Like, I really enjoyed it. It was the first time the director got that close with a PA. He, when, when I was on set, he would actually, uh, when we were by the video village, he would actually say, oh, you want to check it out? Like, we would actually see shots on the monster and stuff, he was such a nice guy, and I, I don't know if he's. Oh, currently. Dennis Haysbert. Okay. Dennis Haysbert. Yeah. And uh, I don't know if he's still uh, working in the entertainment business, but I I know I believe he's he oh, from Microsoft him in commercials, still. I, I well, still he seen acted it. before that. He acted on a TV series for a long time, I believe. Oh yeah.
1: I got. I would have to check his IMDb. Don't do it. We're <laughs> We're tired of <laughs> checking
2: yeah. IMDb's. What's your What's your goal, man? What's your goal? Uh, of course, you're a uh, post uh, supervisor currently. Ultimately, you said. Not to do mainstream or work behind the production, but you want to create your own uh content content you, and you and you have directed a couple movies like that do you want to direct movies or just do go that producing route
0: I mean if I got a chance to direct I would like to yeah um uh, if it, if a script came along my way like a short and I was like oh I like this I'm like, i, I am yeah, like I would yeah like i I would I wouldn't mind like like putting it together and directing it uh, but right now my goal is just to keep working, honestly, yeah. but also to make enough connections and to, and to make myself known enough where I can, if I do find something where I'm like, okay, this is really good, I can pitch it somewhere and be like, I think this will make a great TV show or something.
2: So how, how do you, since you have all this experience, how do you go about, well, as if you're a screenwriter, obviously there's all these festivals if you're not repped, uh, you could go that route, but uh, how do you get your foot in the door to pitch this project?
0: Um, honestly, you just got to get in from the bottom, get in as a PA, get in as a writer's room PA, get in as an intern or something because you never know when like all of a sudden you know you're in you you know working somewhere for like four or five months six months a year and then and then some executives like like you got friendly with this executive and they're like oh what are you doing like uh, i don't know and um uh, you bring it up and they're like oh let me read it and all of a sudden you know your script is bought like i like i've heard of that happening it doesn't happen a lot yeah. but it happens like the best way to get your foot in the door is just to go out there and work and just meet people sure because you never know who you're going to meet and who's going to know somebody who's looking for something or like or like the PA you're working with now, in, in three years, where they're going to be. Exactly. Yeah, he could
2: be the incredible. next executive at like Paramount. Yeah.
1: Or, that's incredible. Everything works really quickly and you don't know what happens. But uh, Armin, so oh, you also, you, you review scripts. Or, uh, what, what else like, do you do on the site also? Oh yeah, you
2: started uh, the Facebook thing. Uh, well, I was doing a thing script.
0: called ScriptServe where I was just, uh, you know, writing a... Uh, you know, just reading scripts and writing coverage for like 20, 30 bucks here yeah. and there. Uh, I had a couple customers, but then, like, you know, like, I got busy with the show, so I just haven't really done much done. to like, with it. I do read scripts every once in a while if someone just wants an opinion.
1: And it What's the best way also that people could reach you or reach out to you so, like, they could, they could do that?
0: Facebook, Instagram. Um...
2: And the page is still up. You do like yeah. script serve, and I I used you for the service and the just the tips and all the stuff you mentioned was incredible. Really good, actually, because it, it made a big change. Oh in yeah, the it, it, in a way it, too. I feel like it made it uh, very uh, marketable
1: for today's market. That's good to say. And because the, the theme, I mean, the theme stayed the same, but like the the way you're approaching it is a little bit different. Of which, course, which is which and
2: is and more marketable. And yes. at first, I'm like, damn, I have to.
1: Cut out all this stuff,
2: my script is butchered, <laughs> but like it makes sense.
0: What were my notes? I told like, my I, think, whole, I, th- I think I told you, like, ha- um, to cut out the beginning or something. Is that what it was? We cut out a
2: couple of scenes, and uh, yeah. my script basically took place in the Midwest, it happened to be in Ohio, but uh, I basically changed that uh, scene setting to LA. And uh,
0: the it's easier to char- write about what you know. Exactly, yeah, and that's 100%. a big thing.
2: And my main character, actually, I made her Armenian.
0: But wasn't she Armenian in the first draft? She no, she was actually just. A, oh yeah, it was about right. a white girl who, yeah. who, who got pregnant or. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah.
2: The, it was basically a religious tight knit community where uh, they had premarital sex and the family. Oh, now I remember. Oh, this is a
0: while ago. This is what back in February. Was I'm it? on my ninth draft. <laughs> yeah, I think it was back in February. I think it was. That sounds. Right. I think about yeah. right. I'm
2: on my ninth, ninth draft, oh. but I'm almost
0: done
1: with that.
0: Was oh, so. so? Yeah, it was maybe March. It's, it's been a little been a while. while. You should
1: finish that up though.
2: No, it, I'm on my ninth draft. Uh, I'm basically almost done. I'm polishing
1: it and uh, oh, nice. go Maybe dialogue. we could sell it to Netflix. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> Net- Netflix is producing so much content. They have a lot. And they're gonna and do. I know they're doing a lot of movies. They're doing a lot of TV shows. They're gonna make
0: something like 700 shows next year, or not not necessarily make them, but at least have 700 that's new shows that's, that's, on Netflix that's really good. acquisitions and this. I, I mean, there's a lot of cool stuff on there. I was watching a lot of anime stuff on there for a while. I don't uh, think I've
1: seen any of that. I watched, recently I watched the Batman like animation movie. Watch but... the
0: Godzilla, the anime Godzilla thing yeah. they have. It's 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 in two parts. I've only seen the first part. Okay. Uh it's, good. it's in Japanese and they subtitle it in English. I would say just to save yourself the headache, watch it dubbed. Uh. because it's cool to hear the Japanese, but it's so fucking much of it. <laughs> like it It it's, overwhelms it's a, it's overwhelming how, yeah. how packed this movie is. It's an hour and a half, but it's visually stunning. It's beautiful. Yeah. And it's actually a cool storyline, but there's... And in Japanese, they tend to yell a lot, so it's just... whole bunch of yelling? Yeah, man, it's like at a certain point, it's just like your brain just can't handle it anymore. But I think their storyline is, is super cool. Yeah. So, but I, the whole
1: thing is the animation. Yeah. Oh, interesting.
0: I mean, basically, the whole premise is, you know, Godzilla pops up. He destroys the world. Humanity can't stop him. This is the first, like, ten minutes they sort of explain yeah. it. You know, you, you know, humanity is hopeless, so so they build a spaceship and they leave Earth to go for another planet, leaving Earth to Godzilla to destroy it. Um, and then they can't find anything. It's been 20 years since they left, and they oh. can't find anything. So they decide, we're going to go back to Earth. But because of like relativity and all that stuff, it's been 20 years for them, but it's been 20,000 years on, uh, on Earth has passed. Wow. Because of like wow. how time works, yeah, I guess, yeah, yeah. physics. So anyway, they get back to Earth, and they're like, oh, it looks like Godzilla's dead. It looks like we're fine. Like We can probably go back on there. They go down there and they see Godzilla. <laughs> um, and then um, and then they're like, Oh crap. So they're fighting Godzilla with all their spaceships and trying to destroy it or whatever, and they think they destroyed it, and then it's like, no, that wasn't Godzilla, that was that a was a creature. No, that was like a junior version of it. And over the twenty thousand years Godzilla's like taken over the planet so much there's other creatures have evolved based on its, its, there, its biological it, makeup yeah, or whatever. Yeah, so it's like yeah, yeah. it's
2: Godzilla's little baby sister. Yeah, basically,
0: yeah. It's like uh but Godzilla itself is still alive. Like it, it's it's pretty cool. It's visually really really cool.
2: And in the in the movies like Godzilla is uh, Well, he's not a bad guy. A, yeah,
1: he's not a bad uh, he's a uh, protector. Yeah,
2: cuz like you have all these other creatures that come out in the movies and like God, even though Godzilla seems like the bad creature but no, He's, just he's protecting actually protecting the uh, the people. Yeah, of course he's breaking buildings. So he's just a I, uh,
0: I heard what's this thing is cool. The um Godzilla King of Demons or King of Monsters, the new one that's coming out. Okay. Uh, yeah, that's gonna be
1: the new one. That's our, the one I think with Millie Bobby Brown's in there too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, our yeah. colorist on
0: Ag- uh, on on uh, on, uh, on Umbrella also did the color on Godzilla. Okay. Um, on the new one. Yeah. And she said it's actually like they actually have a decent story going on this time. Wow. And it just nice. looked really cool. I mean, the trailer was awesome. I was like, holy shit. Is there?
1: Oh yeah, there is a trailer. Yeah, that's true. I think I saw it a while ago. It's on IMDb. Yeah. Yeah. I got to see it, though. Well, Armin, thank
2: you so much for being on our show. Oh, thank you for uh, having me. Was it was fun. a blast. Uh, it was nice to see you again,
1: and uh, we'll definitely keep in touch with you. And, and it, uh, whether... again, so the best way to reach you for either, if it's a script, just through social media or Facebook? Yeah, just through
0: social media. Just search my name, uh, Facebook, and uh, my Instagram name is armin two underscores Hammer. You can just add me, message me, whatever. I don't care. Nice. Um, I'm on Facebook. I guess you can reach out to Autumn directly if you just yeah, want my, like my, my actual contact info. But, um... Yeah. And scripts Or LinkedIn. Too. I'm on LinkedIn too, if you want to use LinkedIn, I guess. My script coverage service is called Script Serve. I have a Facebook page on there that'll have like contact info, but you might but it's just it's, it'll be the same thing if you just reach out to me directly. It's not gonna yeah. make any
1: difference. Cool.
2: Cool. Thank you so nice. much for Thank being here. Thank, Thank you guys. That was fun.
0: Bye.
1: Good night.